The comments and statements made within the show are the opinions of the commentators and their guests have not been evaluated by the FDA or in no way attempt to diagnose, treat, mitigate, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. The contents of the show are not to be construed as medical advice. If you have a health condition or health concern, please contact a licensed, qualified healthcare practitioner. Oh my, what have you found, Franny? Let's see what they say. Latest and greatest. You found more. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Excellent sleuthing, Fran. Fran, I think this is a new case for the Supplement Super Sleuth. Dig, Franny, dig! Time to go down the rabbit hole and see what we can find. Goodness, where are we? Aha! Take a look at this. Hi there. (sighs) Supplement Super Sleuth here. I'll be here um, for the remaining of the episode, just you and me. (laughs) Um, I'll be doing this podcast about approximately two times a month, and I'll be sharing um, perspectives on herbs, supplements, and natural health healing. I'll also be interviewing key people and thought leaders in the natural health and natural medicine industry to get their knowledgeable perspectives. I think that's always worthwhile and useful. Today's segment is Naturals in the News, and that's where I share general info on hot off the press news about botanicals, supplements, brand new research posted on all types of health subjects related to a more natural approach to self-care. So if you're looking for that, you're in the right place. So our natural's in the news today, I think we'll start with um, a notable headline about the superfood from Japan that's called natto. So the headline read, study finds natto consumption inhibits arterial sclerosis by altering intestinal microflora, suppressing inflammation. And that was posted in Medical Express December 20th, 2023. Um, This is a new study that reveals um, when consuming natto, it induces changes in your intestinal microflora, which suppresses all different kinds of inflammation. And those kinds of inflammatory enzymes, uh, when they're suppressed, prevent arteriosclerosis. And that's evidenced by reduced arteriosclerotic lesions in um, mice that they did the study on across various natto varieties. So not just one kind of natto, but all different kinds of natto. And this suggests that incorporating natto into the diet may have a therapeutic effect on arteriosclerosis by altering intestinal microflora and suppressing immune cell activation. Okay, so if you've never had natto before, I'm just letting you know, I'm giving you a heads up that the texture is rather slimy and it's fairly pungent, it's a fermented food. But for those of you who are adventurous in the food category, it's definitely worth trying. It's fantastic for adding that umami taste to food as a condiment. So it's not, I can't sit down and eat it as a food, but you can add it to foods that are bland and it kind of really makes 
other foods taste exciting and delicious. Sort of how anchovy paste can make things taste really great. And like on pizza, sometimes people say, oh, I hate anchovies, but they have no idea that it may be mixed into the pizza sauce. And it's the thing that makes the pizza sauce taste so great. So um, natto in the headlines. Um, in another exciting headline, uh, traditional Chinese medicine shows success in treating heart failure in a human clinical trial. And that was posted in Science Tech Daily, December 9th, 2023. And this one I was particularly excited about um, because it really is about uh, traditional herbal medicine. Um, the article wrote, um, the article uh, went on to state, recent studies indicate that Jing, a traditional Chinese medicine made from 11 herbs, demonstrates effectiveness in reducing hospitalizations and cardiovascular deaths among heart failure patients. And in a pilot study, Jing, which by the way, I'm probably mispronouncing, um, <laughs> but I'll read the herbs off to you. They're very common Asian herbs uh, that are used a lot of um, herbalists who practice Eastern um, herbalism, and I am one of those herbalists. Um, it's a very common grouping of herbs that we see, but this particular herbal formula reduced N-terminal pro-B type natriotic peptide levels and improved heart failure symptoms in patients when it added to established heart failure treatment. So that's so that, that it was added on to treatment that's already used um, in traditional uh, medicine or what we call allopathic medicine, um, which is usually pharmaceuticals, and they added this formula to it. There were three preclinical studies that have also indicated that Jin has beneficial effects on attenuating myocardial fibrosis, which is kind of like scarring in the, in the heart tissue itself and cardiac remodeling. The trial was conducted at 133 hospitals in the mainland China and Hong Kong. Principal investigator, Professor Jinli Li of the first affiliated hospital of Nanjing Medical University in Nanjing, China said, to our knowledge, this was the first randomized double-blinded control trial of a traditional Chinese medicine for the treatment of chronic heart failure. And our findings demonstrate meaningful clinical benefit with Shin in patients with heart failure, which support the use of this traditional herbal medicine as an adjunct therapy for treating heart failure. There will be more to come in the future as gold standard research continues on Chili Jiangjing. And this is truly exciting. A lot of traditional herbal formulas from Asia and India have been studied for decades, but there are certain uh, areas of medicine that herbalists just don't, they don't tread. Um, but now there's research going on and it's really, truly exciting. So I'll keep my ear to the ground for all of you who are interested. So more ongoing research, this one's on greed tea. 
This review states, review supports green tea's anti-obesity properties. And yes, it's that type of time of year, right, everyone? People start to make all kinds of promises to themselves and they really want to stick to it. This was posted in Natural Ingredients um, USA, December 7th, 2023, in a recent systematic review that revealed that the consumption of green tea extract has beneficial effects on body composition, hormones related to obesity, and markers of oxidative stress. But I just want to remind all of you who are thinking of adding green tea to your daily diet, please be advised that green tea can be astringent and as such can exacerbate feelings of upper GI burning and pain. Now in England, about 100 years ago or 150 years ago, the doctors of that day used to take tea drinking, which is usually black tea, but still it's from the same plant, Camellia sinensis. They used to take it away from people who would have you know, upper GI, burning, pain, what we call agita, right? <laughs> so they, they would take tea away from people who had upper GI complaints because they knew that tea sometimes can exacerbate that. So please keep that in the back of your head for all you people who wanted to, want to drink green tea. Test it out. Make sure you feel okay when you're drinking um, green tea. Um, I get a lot of questions from my clients about are there plant forms of omega-3, such as DHA, um, as an exchange for fish or marine sources of omega-3 oils? So for over the past 10 years, there's been an excellent body of research that's accumulating on the authenticity of some of these plant-based omegas. Algae is one of my first go-tos, but ahi flower. Uh, can match and in some cases exceed the outcomes of fish-sourced omega-3s. And I've seen over the past decade, I have seen some of those research articles, you know, done both on mechanism of action and on early, what, what we would call pilot trials in humans. In this month's superfood headlines, Ahi flower replaces key tissue DHA in mice comparably to marine DHA. And that was posted in Nutraceuticals World December 1st, 2023. A new research study discovered that ahi flower oil demonstrate comparable brain DHA synthesis and turnover rates in mice to those fed purified marine DHA only. Um, suggesting it has, uh, ahi flower has a potential plant-based source for maintaining tissue DHA turnover. And I suspect there will be more to come in the future uh, for plant-based sources of omegas and DHA as the research develops, especially since people are really looking for plant-sourced food um, supplements now, given that there's a shift away from animal, including fish, because of the overfishing uh, in the oceans. So um, again, with more, I'll share more in the future so that all of you feel updated on that. But I think ahi flower uh, is a good opportunity. Um, if algae didn't do it for you, uh, ahi flower might. Now, the last headline of this episode of Naturals in the News is regarding the herb hops. 
Yes, hops is the herb that we have traditionally made beer with, but that's not all we do with it. <laughs> I have had a recent flurry of people coming to my practice asking if there's anything in the natural world or in the herb world that can reduce their appetite without significant side effects. And of course, my answer is, of course there is. Herbs have been helping us manage our appetites, whether we need to enhance it or reduce it for many, many, many hundreds, if not thousands of years. Um, but with the advent of semi-glutide drugs, there have been those who have tried to utilize them for appetite suppression and weight loss but have had significant side effects that of course exclude them from continued use. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is because hops has several very interesting compounds. Um, the first one that uh, has been around for you know, about 25 years that we've known a lot about is humulone. Humulone is one compound that assists with sleep and also assists with reducing hot flashes for women during menopause. But now there's a compound called amaracate. And it was discovered in 2013. And amaracate is a natural extract of New Zealand bitter hops that has been demonstrated in clinical trials, human clinical trials to regulate and reduce appetite, craving and caloric intake after only one hour. It stimulates the TAS2R receptors on enteroendocrine cells to release gastric hormones, most notably CCK and GLP-1 at six times baseline levels, which is twice the normal postprandial release. These gastric hormones signal a part of the brain to decrease the appetite and decrease food cravings, plus slow down gastric emptying rate within one hour after taking the herbal hops extract. Clinical trials in both men and women, yay, not many clinical trials have women in them, so good on this company for doing that, have shown up to a 100% reduction in hunger and craving, as well as a 20% reduction in overall caloric intake. There's um, an upcoming six month long weight loss trial following on the heels of three other completed human clinical trials, which were published, both men and women having a BMI greater than 30. Now this fourth clinical study on this hop extract will compare the effects of amaracate hops extract capsules taken twice daily to a matched placebo control on measures of weight loss, appetite and food craving, body composition, blood glucose, and satiety hormones. Satiety means makes you feel full. Okay. Certainly now there is hope for those of you who are looking for more natural and including an herbal approach, um, who could not tolerate semi-glutide or who for some reason couldn't afford it. Semi-glutide is expensive. Some places it's 500 um, upwards of $1,000 a month um, if your uh, insurance doesn't cover it. Um, so um, really, if any of you have questions, this is early and I'm really watching this um, research. I'm speaking with a lot of other clinicians who have the same kinds of interests. We're trying to help 
our patient populations with, um, you know, issues related to, um, to appetite control in a more natural, um, uh, less disturbing, you know, some people tolerate um, the semi-glutides just fine. Um, but some people absolutely can't tolerate them at all. And those people are kind of left out in the uh, cold if they're trying to uh, get their body mass index down and they're trying to manage um, their their weight. So if you have any questions about this unique hops extract from New Zealand, please don't hesitate to reach out to me by my website or my social media sites. Okay, this episode is fast coming to a close. And if you're wondering who I am, I'm Nan, the Supplement Super Sleuth. I've had a complimentary health and herbal clinic, both part-time for many years and now full-time uh, for more than 30 years altogether, focused on difficult-to-treat conditions. I've also been a spokesperson and educator in the natural products industry for more than 25 years. I know I'm no longer doing that. But I used to work for some of the more reputable and well-known companies. And yes, I saw behind the curtain of Oz, so to speak. <laughs> so you can connect with me in person by going to my website, www.watersedgewellness.com. That's because the uh, clinic's by the, by the pond. Or you can reach out to me through any of my social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, You'll find my TikTok page under Herbal Answers. And if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to and like the Supplement Super Sleuth wherever podcasts can be found. And don't forget to share my podcast with interested families and friends. It would also be of great interest to me if you might share any subject matter in the natural health field which you are most interested in hearing about by adding comments on any of the social media sites. And with that, I'll say, take good care of yourself, and I'll see you real soon. Well, Super Sleuths, we've conducted a very thorough investigation of this case, and we've learned a lot. Fran, you can show us the way home now. What are you doing? Fran, you're amazing! We're home! Tune in again for the next Supplement Sleuth adventure. Take good care, and Fran and I will see you soon. Say goodbye, Fran. Uh, uh, uh.